welcome to the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast, aka The Whip Show. Your co-hosts, Deshaun Whip Dog Whipple and Devastating Daryl Pace, each and every week will bring in some of the top pro wrestlers from around the world. I'm talking WWE, WCW, Impact Wrestling, NWA, and more. So sit back, get your favorite drink, and listen to some great stories told by those amazing and sometimes crazy pro wrestling superstars. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast, aka The Whip Show. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for going back, watching all those episodes. Last week, we have from Control Your Narrative, you know, EC3's group with the, the big man, Braun Strowman. We had Psycho Boy Fodder on the show. Thank you for checking that out. Go back and check out all the episodes. And y'all know what to do. Like it, share it, tweet it, five-star it, comment, all that Instagram, Twitter, algorithm stuff. Just do that. Just do that. But enough about that. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I also got to shout out our other podcasters on the Whip Show platform. Make sure you check out Railing with the word heavyweight champion, Mr. Joe Walker. He got some great episodes coming up. If you haven't seen them already, go back and check his other episodes, Sasha Banks and Naomi, uh, the episode of Bonto Macho Man, Randy Savage, and many more. And, yeah, you know, go follow the coach, too. Check out his thing, Coach's Corner. Ain't no telling what he's talking about. And y'all already know, if he insults y'all fans, it ain't my fault. I just, hey, I didn't want to book him, but he's on the show, so I can't do nothing about it. It's like he's giving me some hard times. What did I just say? Did I just say hard times? Well, damn. I guess I kind of gave y'all the lead in to who I'm bringing on the show today. I mean, I could introduce this man by name, but I think I'm going to just let him go ahead and introduce himself. Go right ahead. What's going on, everybody out there? It's the American Dream, Dusty Rose here with the whip. We're with the whip, baby. We're cracking the whip tonight, if you will. You know what I'm saying here. You heard that right now. It, it might be some polka dots. It might not be. But right now, we got Mr. Mike Ramondi. Matter of fact, how do you say it correctly? My name is Mike Ramondi, baby. But recently, everybody's been calling me the American dream. You know what I'm saying? Not, 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 not the American dream. We got the American dream, Dusty. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm fanboying out. Control away. yourself. Don't become a mock on your own show, baby. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to become a mock. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I'm back together. Dusty, thank you for coming to the show, man. Of course, how's, baby. How's it going out there, man? I just got to ask you a question. Uh, will people be able to see this uh, this video? Will, will it go out to the public? Will it go oh, out to the public? Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's just going to go all the way to the public. It's going to right. be on audio. Good. It's going to be on video, everything. Speaking of video, what do you got there in the background? I, I see oh, something. To, to the fans that are listening to this on audio, um, I'm going to just move my head and let him see. There he is right there. There he goes. Look at that. I need one of those hats. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, I got to tell you, 
I got to tell you, if you guys haven't seen this man, he was just on WWE television, just on WWE television with American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And I'm, I'm going to get to that, but I don't want to touch that just yet. I just want to know, when did Dusty become your thing? All right, well, as we say right now, I'm going to break kayfabe. And I'm going to introduce you to myself. My name is Mike Ramundi. I'm a huge fan of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and I guess appointed impersonator <laughs> as of recently. <laughs> so there's a big, there's a backstory to all this. Um, I had met Dusty at a convention, I think 2013, and I went wearing full polka dots. So I walk in the convention, I walk in the room and everybody starts laughing and he looks up, he goes, oh, look at this guy over here. Look at this guy. So I finally get to him and uh, he gives me a big hug. He brings me in for a huge dusty hug. And he's like, I love it, baby. I love it. It's nice. I like it. So, uh, you know, we take a picture. He gives me an autograph. I say, Dusty, you know, I've, I've been going to this event. I went to WrestleMania dressed like this. I went to another event. I said, um, you know, what do you think? Should I keep it going? He's like, you have to, baby. You have to, baby. Oh, my God. So I have not been to an event. I've been doing as dressed normally, not as dusty, since 2013. The first WrestleMania at MetLife. Uh, that was the Rock and Cena 2 and uh, Undertaker Punk. So we're going back. So wait a minute, wait a minute. You got the actual blessing from the American dream himself? <laughs> That's right. I asked him, the polka dots are a touchy subject. And uh, I wanted to make sure he was cool with it and he loved it. And he, I have, you know, I have the picture uh, on my Instagram from many years ago. There's a huge smile on his face. And, uh, you know, and like I said, I haven't been to a convention or wrestling event, not as dusty since 2013. So that's wild, man. And the, time. and the reason why I'm bugging out because you know you normally see people they do Hogan, they do Macho Man. You know what I mean? They do Stone Cold Steve Austin. I gotta ask you, like, and since you brought it up, I was a former pro wrestler myself, and I actually went to a tryout in Florida Championship, and mm. Dusty was there. And me and Dusty kicked it, and he and like so. Just like seeing people talk about Dusty is amazing because I met him too, and he was saying my catchphrase in front of the people. So I'm like, he was such a great dude, man. So I want to go back to that though. But what made you gravitate to him as opposed to the other guys? Well, you know, I really just am a common man. I'm a blue collar worker. Um, and as Dusty said, my belly's a little big, my hiney's a little big, but I'm bad, and they know I'm bad. <laughs> and uh, he just had the personality and charisma and larger than life. And I was a big fan of Dustin growing up, Goldust and uh, Cody, the whole family. And uh, it started out as just, you know, I made a polka dot shirt and I wore it to WrestleMania. And, it, you know, it's evolved into something great. And every time I end up going somewhere to an event, something, something crazy happens. So 
Oh, oh, we know. We gonna talk about it. <laughs> we gonna talk about it. So, so let me ask you this, man. You keep referencing the polka dots, and obviously, a lot of us know that was the WWF era. Matter of fact, Seth Rollins, if you ever see that, you were an evil mother. What you just did, evil, evil. But <laughs> how far do you go back with Dusty? Because that was the WWF era. But as we know, the American Dream go back before then. Right. Well. I was a kid watching WWF when it was, and I mean, I'm a kid sitting down watching pay-per-view when Undertaker debuted and destroyed the the dream team, baby. You know what I'm saying? I had my dream team all ready to go, and we got, we know, we got hit with a huge man, you know what I'm saying? The Undertaker, future Hall of Famer, destroyed my team. And um, I always went polka dots, and... Um, I just said to myself, I'm like, I just, you know, and it's, I think Dusty was a lot more than just polka dots. So, um, you know, I just started going back, watching tons and tons of NWA stuff and WCW. And, but I literally was a kid, you know, when you're a kid, you're just rooting for all the good guys. That's who I was. I was a Hulkamaniac. And then Dusty was feuding, you know, with the, the best heels, Macho Man, Ted DiBiase, Honky Tonk Man, Big Boss Man. And, uh, you know, I just just took a liking to him. And then when Dustin broke in, I've just been a Rhodes fan. And uh, Cody and, you know, now it's, you know, I followed um, I followed all their careers. So. so dope, man. That's so dope, man. So you, you did the thing recently with Cody, but what was some, before we go to that, what were some of the other events where you got noticed at, man? Well, I went to, uh, when they went to AW, Dustin and um, Cody, I followed them. And um, believe it or not, I almost, Cody, when he went to AW, Dusty was kind of unspoken of. He wasn't mentioned, you know, in AW at all. And I think Cody was kind of hiding, you know, he didn't want to talk about Dusty. So there was an event in uh, um, the Prudential Center, New Jersey, and I said, all right, I'm going to go. And I said, should I, should I put the polka dots on? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put them on. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't know how the response is going to be. So I put the polka dots on and I'm on the floor and uh, CM Punk, this was, might've been his third appearance in AEW at the time. And uh, he's going to do broadcasting, but before he does, he's going to come out and get tons of cheers. So he comes out and he's walking around the ring and high-fiving people, and he just spots me, and his eyes opened up, and he went like this, and he's like, he's like, so he comes, he goes, give me an elbow, give me an atomic, you know, give me a bionic elbow, and I'm like, man, this security, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get getting in the show, so I did a little, you know, I did a little one of these, and he did it, and he just says, you know what, I'm going to hang out with you, and he put his arm around me, and he's just, you know, he's, he's, we're on TV, and I'm just, my adrenaline is pumping oh and I'm like, God. wow. And I had told my wife, I'm like, she's like, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll get on TV. Watch for me in the crowd. And then my phone is going nuts. And, uh, it was, you know, when I hear the commentators, uh, you know, on, you know, uh, when I watch it back on TV, you hear Jr. says, Oh, polka dots. And I was just like, wow. But what happened after is actually even better. So my adrenaline was pumping 
And uh, I got out of my seat and I'm like, oh, I need, I need to take a minute here. I can't believe what's going on. My phone's blown up. Uh, and this girl, uh, young lady walking towards me, red hair, and she has um, a camera and AW uniform. She works for AW. And she goes to me, do you mind if I take a picture of you? And I'm like, of course. And I was, I was still really my adrenaline. So I look at her, I'm like, you're Dakota Reynolds. You're, you're Dustin's daughter. You're Dusty's granddaughter. She's like, yeah. I was like, I recognize you from social media. And she's like, I had to, you know, I had to come say hello to you. And I was like, wow, this night is getting crazy and crazier. And she's like, I love it. She's like, and she got a little emotional. She's such a sweet girl. I mean, to give, even give me the time of day to talk to me. And I took a picture with her and uh, we kind of stayed like social media friends. Like she'll like my post and I like her post, just a sweet girl. And I, I was sure. just like, I was, you know, and she was just like, this is really awesome. So I was like, wow, what a night. Man, that's wild. So you already got the blessing from Dusty previously. Then yes. you got to meet his granddaughter at this event. Now, let's go ahead and go forward then. So how did it come about on WWE television <laughs> with Cody, man? Because keep in mind, you already said it was kind of unspoken of in AEW when Cody was trying to... So when he gets to WWE, how does that play out? So the whole, when he went to WWE, I was, I was happy when he went to WWE. I was ecstatic. I said... So I'm watching WrestleMania and I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know how he's going to handle the whole dusty thing. And when he did the bionic elbow at WrestleMania, the first thing I said was I have to bring the, I got to keep going with the dusty. I got to keep it alive. I got to keep that American dream alive and will, you know what I'm saying? Keep chasing that American dream. And um, I said to myself, you know, I've done so much polka dots. I think it's, I think it's time to explore, you know, NWA Dusty, you know, you know, his prime per se. Yeah. So, you know, I started looking at stuff and I said, okay, WWE was going to be in Trenton, New Jersey. So I said, I'm going to change the outfit up and uh, go to the event and maybe he'll notice me. So, uh, you know, and I'm going to go to these events. I'm taking pictures with fans and fans are asking me to cut promos and, it really is nuts. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It's fun. And it's like I said, people, people, unfortunately, you know, the man Virgil Reynolds is no longer with us, but it's cool to keep the American dream alive. So I said, I just want to get it. I just want Cody to notice me and get a picture. Cause he's been really unbelievable with the fans taking pictures, you know, after, after matches and signing autographs. I said, I just want to get a picture with him or meet him or shake his hand Maybe he'll notice me. So the match was a, it was a live event during the match. Seth Rollins and him are fighting outside the ring. And Seth Rollins actually points to me in the crowd and points me out. And uh, Cody dumps him over the guardrail. And then they're literally fighting right in front of my face. And Cody gives me a look. He looks me up and down and gives me a look. I'm like, wow, I'm like that was crazy. So then during the match, uh, you know, Seth is having a problem finishing off Cody and he decides to look at me in the crowd and he starts taunting me and doing the dusty jabs and setting up the bionic elbow. And he gives me, before he does the bionic elbow, he gives me the DX chop okay. towards the crowd. I'm, and I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, is this really happening? I'm like, 
I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, this isn't, and the guy sitting next to me, he's like, this is crazy. So Cody ends up hitting his, you know, the crossroads three times and finishes him, Seth leaves, and then Cody's saying stuff to the crowd. And he goes, you know, uh, something different here tonight. The American Dream Dusty Rhodes is here. I was like, oh, well, he does. He notices me for sure. And uh, I said, all right, I'm, I'm going to meet him. You know, hopefully we take a picture. And he goes, you know, you look, you look the part. And he's like, you know, can you do a Dusty impersonation? And I'm just like, is this really happening? Like, I'm going to go up to Cody Rhodes at a WWE live event and do a Dusty impersonation. And my mind started going, I'm like, what am I going to say? What, you know, what, this is nuts. I'm like, this is, and the video that went viral, you see me shaking my head. No, because I still don't believe what's going on. So he brings me up to the guardrail and I just did a classic dusty promo uh, that he cut with an interview with Vince McMahon back in 1977, which was also the beginning of his tribute video. And uh, Cody was just, you know, cracking up. I mean, yeah, I can't believe he handed me a, a microphone, a live microphone at an event in front of 10,000 people. I watched the video and I still can't believe it happened. So he, you know, when the crowd's going nuts and he gave me a big hug and I got all emotional. I really got, I, I got all emotional. I'm like, wow, you just, you know, you just, this is something you dream of as a kid and you just, you know, this is unheard of for a fan experience. I mean, this is an ultimate, you know, and, and not only does he, he introduces me as the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. I was like, this is, this is, you know, I'm like, this is this guy's father legend. And um, as soon as I started talking, he knew what I was going to say. The first couple words came in my mouth and he, he went, he went, you know, when you uncontrollably laugh and you, and you have to go like this and he yeah. starts going like this. And I knew I had him good. And he's laughing and he's smiling. He's having a good time. And, you know, I gave him a big hug. I don't even know what I said to him after it happened. I can't even remember. It happened so fast. And he gave me a big hug and he went on his way. And I was just, you know, Man. to the moon. This is amazing. And like, fans, I know y'all, some of you guys are not watching the videos here, listening to the audio. If you can see his face right now, like you're still getting emotional even talking about this story. Yeah, this I, day, I, man. I, I, you know, when I'm having a bad day at work or I'm having a, <laughs> I put the video on and it, it makes me happy automatically. And it was just like, what, a, you know, that is an experience of a lifetime. You know, if you told me it would happen. And so I'm there and I'm like, oh my God, this just happened. I didn't get it on video. Like, and I'm asking the people around me, I'm like, did you video it? Oh, and you know, people, people like, yeah, I got a part of it. I got this part of it. I'm like, oh no. So there's some guy comes up to me with his phone. He's like, buddy, I don't think you're going to need a video. You're going viral. He's like, you're already on wrestling websites. I was like, are you kidding me? And then my phone is just blowing up, you know, cause people now are tagging me on Facebook and, and I'm just like, this is the day before backlash. So there was really slow wrestling news on a Saturday night, yeah. nothing going on. So it was everywhere. The video was everywhere and, and everyone's like, Oh my God. And, you know, and I was just like, Wow. And the response from the fans amazes me. The comments and people, people were like praising me. So, you know, and so, yeah, it, it, it's still unbelievable to me. And I'm so glad that 
the the minute you know the, the the little time he gave me that I was you know I didn't stutter and I didn't you know follow my words and I and I did respect to Dusty because it's important to me that when I do this that it's respectful for sure for sure because it's you know it's got to be respectful and it's got to be genuine so yeah what a moment and uh, I really appreciate all the positive feedback I've gotten it's been unbelievable. This right here is what dreams, or should I say American dreams, <laughs> are made of, man. Yes, this is, this what, is this crazy, is man. Dream about. Man. And it's, it's wild because, like I said, in my wrestling days, I was a big Hogan fan. I actually did, like, a Black Hogan character. So, and I got to meet him in Columbus as Whippamania and as, you know, as Hogan. So I know how I felt meeting the guy that I love since WrestleMania three. But with that being said, how does it really feel, like I said, from the blessing from Dusty, Dakota, Cody, all those guys really like, hey, man, we love you for doing this. How did that feel internally, man, honestly, to have them bless you with that? Because they could have been like, hey, you got to stop that. That's enough of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if they ever did, you know, if they ever had a problem with it, I would stop right away. I mean, I have to respect the family. This is their father, their grandfather. Um you know, to me, it's, it's amazing still. It's, it's, uh, but like I said, I have to, I hold it to a high stature yeah. when I do it. And, uh, you know, it's, I would never, like I said, it, it, I would never want to do anything to upset his family that praises me for doing this. And uh, I just was thinking like, what are they thinking watching that video? You know, his daughter and his grandkids and, you know, when it's viral and I'm just like, his wife, you know. I can but. guarantee you, man, you're doing a great thing for them, man, because like I said, he's not here anymore. So when they see you do that and they see you smile, trust me, I know that they feeling something special inside, man. For <laughs> real. Man. But with that being said, you already talked about the reception you've been getting from the fans, and I've been doing some more research from you. I see there was a certain guy, uh, he used to kind of be a part of a onewrestling.com. Now he's part of a sports key to a Mr. Bill after a wrestling <laughs> legend you were around with the other day. What was that all about, man? So on Saturday, June 11th, it was the se- unfortunately the seventh anniversary of Dusty's passing. And um, I had uh, reserved a table at the Legend of the Ring convention in New Jersey it's like a dusty tribute, like to celebrate him. You know, it's like this, we're not going to, you know, I was like, I know it's a, it's a hard day for everybody who's involved with him. But so I was, uh, I made a whole bunch of wristbands uh, that had dusty roads on it. I made some polka dot headbands to give out to people playing dusty theme music, taking pictures and, you know, having a lot of fun, trying to have fun with the people coming up to me and they're like, oh, you're the guy, you're the guy from, you know, you're with Cody. How did it feel? What did you say to him? And I love when the little kids come up to me and they were like, you were so close to Cody. You were so close to him. <laughs> and, um, you know, Bill Apter's been around for like Willie Apter, you know, better known as Willie Apter, you know what I'm saying, Willie Apter. And uh, he's been around a long time and when he saw me, he started laughing. And I, I said, you know, he's like, you know, I love it. He, I, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing a tribute to Dusty today, seven years he passed. And you could tell he was like taken back. He's like, what's today? He's like, you're right. 
He's like, it is June 11th. And he's like, he tells us, cause he had his camera all wrapped up. I don't know what he was doing. He goes, get the camera out. He's like, get the other, get the other SD card. <laughs> so, um, you know, he, um, he was amazing to do an interview with me. I mean, he didn't have to do that. I mean, he went out of his way to do an interview with me and, uh, you know, I spoke from the heart, uh, you know, saying that, you know, the, the, the man Virgil Reynolds is gone and, but the American dream lives on and lives through his wife and his children and his grandchildren and, you know, the fans. And, uh, we just got to, you know, I feel like sometimes like, am I responsible for doing this? <laughs> like, this is my job. Hey, baby, you better take the medal, brother. You better take the medal. <laughs> am I worthy of this? You know, am I worthy of this? <laughs> now, since you already touched on it, and I'm not trying to bring the, the, the show to a somber mood, but I like I said, I met him before, too, and I, I felt some type of way. How did you feel the actual day that you heard Dusty passed? My wife actually told me she was on her phone and she just did a dig bit of did a big grasp like <gasps> i'm like what's wrong do we have a leak in the roof what's you know what's the <laughs> is the toilet clogged <laughs> thought it was funny had to be spit huh? <laughs> <laughs> did, I leave, did i leave my laundry on the floor again oh, man. <laughs> and she goes mike i have bad news she goes dusty passed i said what so i grabbed my phone and i'm like no and I'm like, no, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I just thought back. I'm like, I'm so glad I met him and had a moment with him. And, uh, you know, and I will tell you, it felt different putting the polka dots on after he passed. It definitely felt different. It was, you know, it's, it's not, you know, doing in front of him and everything. And, you know, people are very, you know, you know, with dusty impressions and the polka dots and everything. And I was like, all right, this is, this is different. And then when I think about it, I'm like, if Dusty saw what was going on, two of the hottest guys in wrestling, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes were interacting with a Dusty Rhodes cosplay, which now people will say impersonator. <laughs> so two of the biggest names in 2022 and Dusty's still front and center. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. I think that's just, you know, I, I want what, what he's, you know, thinking up there, smiling down saying, you know, I'm, I'm still, baby, I'm still number one, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm the second most recognized by athlete in the world, only second only to Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. No pun intended, but it definitely was a legacy as well. My God. Well, it's time to go to a, another portion of the show. And this segment is called the mark out moment. Now, I kind of think I know what you're going to say, but what the mark out moment is this. It doesn't necessarily mean you go up to somebody. You're like, oh, my God, you, you just straight up fan way out. But it might be just a situation you're, when you're truly like, I can't believe I'm standing next to, or I can't believe this person is kicking it with me. And you've already talked about a couple situations, but if you were to pinpoint one specific moment that you were like, yo, this is it. I'm here. What would you say was your markout moment, man? My markout moment was at the convention Saturday when 
I know the Rhodes family loves it, and God bless all of them. Um, you know the show Young Rock? Yes. The gentleman who plays the Iron Sheik. Brett Azair. Or, yeah. Yes. So his table was next to mine Saturday. Okay. So he was talking to some of the fans, and uh, he said he was saying how, you know, they're going to continue with the seasons. And a few of the fans said to him, listen, if Dusty is going to be on this show, there is only one person that is going to play him, and is that man right there. And that got me almost more than anything that I was like taken back and multiple people said it to him and, and he, and he even said, he goes, this guy is, you listen, I can't, I can't say, you know, I can't say anything. It, he's, he's good. He's, he's definitely doing his thing. And he said, you know, the rock has, the rock has all the say in the show. He's like, but Obviously, people know who you are, so you never know. So that, to me, when the fans are saying are are saying stuff like that, it 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 that's a mark out for me. That's a mark out moment. Man, man. That's crazy. But now, since you said that, um, and when I go back and edit this, I'm gonna put exclusive right underneath your name. So are you gonna give me an exclusive and say we're gonna see you on the next season? Or you can't say that it's like an NDA or something, man. You know what I'm saying? You already signed an NDA. I get it. I get it. I'm not gonna you, tell. Well, you know what? If you think, you know, I oh I said to myself, it would be amazing to to see Cody and and you know you picture it in your head, you know, what happened to me at the event. So maybe if I picture in my head playing Dusty on their show, it'll happen. Manifestation. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not going to get over my head. You know, I'm not going to start, you know, fantasizing about it. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, listen, crazy things have happened to me wearing this Dusty attire. And all good things have happened to me. So... I'm just going to keep doing my thing and whatever happens, happens. I'm having fun. And the, the people, you know, the fans have been awesome. And, you know, some people tell me, you know, uh, you really touched me when you did the Dusty and, you know, with Cody and people were putting like emojis of crying, like how emotional it was. And I really didn't think that it, you know, it touched people the way it did. And, uh, it, it, it's flattering. It's humbling and flattering because, you know, baby, I'm just a common man. You'll go to work every day, you know, sweating, working, you know, with my hands and then, you know, putting on my boots, strapping on my boots and, you know, spending time with my family and, you know, so. Yo, NBC, I'm tagging you. I'm tagging Young Rock. I'm tagging Seven Bucks Production. Y'all all get tagged. Hey, and don't worry. I only want five percent when they book you. Don't worry about it. That's all I want. No, I'm joking. You know, listen. I mean, D- Dusty and Rock had to cross paths. I mean, they had to. You know what I mean? And sometimes, oh, yeah, I'm I'm sure his father had 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 the cross paths and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're gonna have to do some magic of film because I'm a lot shorter than Dusty uh, was in real life. Uh, and did, the- you see, did you see when Undertaker was on there? He was only like six one, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Camera tricks, baby. So, it took like seven feet. He was like right here, man. Come on, he's like, you're fine. But um, it's a, it would listen. It's another dream you, you have. It's a, you know, it's, it's, who knows? 
you know, who, who I have no idea what direction they're going. But the way, even for fans just to say it to him, you know, and pointing at me, and I'm like, what are they talking about over there? And like he, he says, you know, and I go over there and, you know, he was maybe like 20 feet away from me. And they were saying, this is the guy, this is the guy. And he starts laughing. What a, He's such a gentleman. What a class act. Really a class act. And, uh, you know, they even talk to me because I'm, I'm just a common man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a common working man. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, so that to me was the, the fan, you know, the fan response. I know the Rhodes response and it's, like I said, positive and, uh, you know, uh, but the fan response was just baffling to me. And uh, I like when people come up to me and they're like, hey, Dusty. And then I start talking and they start laughing and, you know, taking pictures and next thing you know, people are like, oh, can you cut me a promo? You know, cut me a promo and, you know, you know hard times, daddy, you know, thing when a hard times. And uh, yeah, so I'm just going to, Listen, I made Dusty a promise that I can't break. <laughs> and I think he has a lot to do with it. I, I feel I feel that he's, you know, Dusty is still the booker up there, I feel. <laughs> That's blessed, man. But, you know, you, you already talked about, like, how the fans were promoting you and everything. Brett Azar loves what you're doing. One thing I've already noticed. You are committed to this because like you said, there's a lot of people that do the little dusty voice thing, but have you always been in your life? The type of person, if you love something, you're going all in. You're not just putting your foot in the water. Yeah. You're jumping into the deep end. I mean, th this, this, uh, this blonde hair did not, uh, did not grow overnight. You know, this is, uh, this is bleach blonde hair. <laughs> well, well, I thought that, I thought you were imitating Slim Shady. Eminem. Oh, my bad. I didn't know. Wait a minute. Hi, my name yeah. is. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I it it. Uh, I watched, you know, tons of. I've seen the polka dot stuff so much, and I really went back and watched uh, a ton of his stuff to try and be accurate of, you know, how he talked and his facial expressions. And then when people tell me they're like, "Well, you look like a young," I start looking at myself. I'm like, "My God!" I'm like. I really, I'm really, I'm looking like him. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving myself enough credit and people give me credit. And I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, this, this is, you know, this is really, uh, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta go on. And Dusty, Cody even said it. He goes, Dusty, Dusty never did anything for second place. You know, the view never changes, baby. The view never changes. It's wild that we doing this episode, man, because about two weeks ago, I found a video. I don't know if you ever seen it, but I actually put it up on my YouTube channel of Dusty playing basketball. It was the NWA versus the Charlotte All-Star Police. Did you ever see that game? It's, <laughs> hey, and Dusty was getting buckets, man. I was like, hey, Dusty for three. Dusty was on a fast break. I thought he was going to dunk at one point, man. And it's, that video's probably got more views than any video on my channel. It was, Are you really? It's funny you said about Dusty. I'm like, he's still making waves all these many years later, bro. Isn't it? Yes, that's the crazy part. And I think when Cody came back to WWE and, you know, the night the night he came, the night after Mania, he went on Raw and he, he said what he said about Dusty. Um, you know, he put Dusty on the Titantron 
and, you know, what he said about, you know, winning the championship belt and, you know, Cody is a passionate guy and he is, I, I mean, I just got to say he's an amazing man. I mean, he really is the connection with the fans. He always, he's hard on himself. He's always saying, I'm not dusty. I'm not my father, which he's not. But if he's doing something at a dusty's page that made dusty his connection with the fans that should, especially the younger fans right now is amazing. And I don't know if you saw the two kids that went to event recently in full Cody outfits. Yes. Yes. So hopefully people looking at me and saying, man, I got to step up my cosplay game. You don't even know what's going to happen. So he's connecting with the fans better than he ever has. And it's just by being himself and telling, you know, this is someone who misses his dad. His dad was his hero and he wanted to make his dad proud. And I think he is, and he's a father now and he, you know, he has tunnel vision for the world heavyweight championship. And I think, you know, Cody mentions that he's a little, you know, about 1977 dusty fighting, um, uh, for the belt and not winning it and the count out. And I do feel maybe there still is resentment for when Dusty went there in 1989 and didn't, was not brought in as a main eventer. Right. And I mean, it was a tough time to become a main eventer when you had Hogan and the Warrior leading the way. But was there room, was there room for Dusty to be number one there at the time? Was there room for Dusty to maybe beat Sergeant Slaughter it's, and it's, the belt? It's funny you're saying that because I've always wondered that myself. But I, I you know, since we're going to go down that route, I've always felt that the WWF, WWE always had a problem with guys that came from somewhere else. And if you recall, who was the main, what was the main dollar man, man's manager, whatever he was? We call him a manager now, but back then, I'm going to say, I know we called him in the hood, but, you know, whatever. But his name was what? His name was Virgil. His name was Virgil. And if it, you sounds, recall, it sounds and, familiar. I know it from somewhere. I can't put my finger on it. Now, this could be this could be historically inaccurate, but I've always heard a rumor that WWF was upset back then that they couldn't get Prime Dusty. So they did the Virgil thing to make fun of him. So when they did get a finally get Dusty, they felt like he wasn't the... Dusty was going against uh, uh, Ric Flair and all those great guys. Yeah. So they wanted to kind of make a... Almost, they did kind of want to make fun of him. You know, this is still a debate today with the polka dots. And is it a rib? I mean, how many years later? And we still don't really know. Yeah. Um, the thing I think of is you can bring Flair in after Dusty left and, and shoot him right to the top as a heel. Why couldn't it have been done with Dusty? And I know we know a lot more now. There's, I mean, I'm watching as a kid, and you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Right, right. But when you really think of it, if they brought Dusty in as what he was in NWA, a tough ass-kicking, you know, son of a plumber, you know, could is there, you know, did they say, hey, listen, but he fought all the major heels, honky-tonk yeah. man, big boss man. Macho King, um, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. He had all the 
um, feuds and matches with the best heels during that time, but never was put in that main event, you know, title, world title. Um, but think about this, though, man. I've always said this, you know, especially back then, WWF was heavy in cartoon-style wrestlers. But even though they were, you know, you, the guys were on top. Your, your Hulk Hogan, he still was more of a real person. Dusty came in, and yes, he said he was the son of a plumber. Do you remember what they first made him do? He did a vignette actually being a plumber. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the basis of that, man? Right. Like, he was unclogging a toilet. And, like, I know they <laughs> wanted to put over the common man thing. You can but, trust like, your car with the man who has the star, baby. I, I just always felt they, they had some, they, whatever reason, they had something against them. But, but, but going back to what you said about Cody now, it's crazy because we look at Cody now. Even when he was there before, he was doing his thing, but then, of course, Stardust and all that stuff. But for years, we looked at it as Dustin was the big bro and the guy, and Cody was little brother. Nothing against Dustin, but as we know, that's shifted, man. Yeah. Like now, Cody is the guy. I mean, I listen to Busted Open. A shout out to Dale Greco and all those guys are Busted Open all the time. They talk all the time, like, "Yo, he might be the one to take out the Tribal Chief." It sure is looking that way. I mean, you know, he's he he is you know it's overused, undeniable. But he left. He made himself something that can't be taken away. He is the American Nightmare. Yeah. That is him. You cannot. It's not a gimmick. It's not, it's him. This is who he is, you know, and his story is true. He's wants to be the best professional wrestler in the world. I mean, that's very overused in the, in the business, in the business. And uh, he's like, this is what I'm going for. And yeah, I am Dusty's son. You know, I'm not Dusty. I'm his son. And uh, you know, I'm pissed, you know, and um, he, it's a really, sad about his injury and him having to take time out because he was, as they put, they were saying in the industry, white hot. Ooh. I mean, white hot. I mean, I mean, everything. And it's a big bummer, but everybody loves the comeback story, yes, baby. Everybody loves the comeback story. Those comeback stories, if you think about the ones that you popped four years ago, the Triple H comeback in the Garden, yeah. the Cena at the Rumble. Actually, I was at both of those live. Both oh, of those wow. happened. Both of those happened in the Garden. So you felt that energy going crazy. Oh yeah, that Triple H comeback at the Garden. That crowd, that reaction was amazing. The the uh, Cena was a little different because nobody expected him to be there, and it was. So I've seen. I've been there in person for two crazy comebacks and he will have his day um he will have you know it, it's he's just gonna have to rehab and take it easy and spend time with his family which and you know wish him the best and he he's cody seems it rest he eats sleeps breathes professional wrestling he is crazy hard worker kind of like cena is it, very similar and I think, you know, I think he'll be back 
better than ever. And there, I don't think there's any stopping him to reaching his goal. Man. I don't think there's any stopping him. Y'all heard that. He's telling y'all right now. He said it. I did. He said he's there. He said he's there. You heard it right from Dusty's mouth, man. <laughs> Rafe for my loins, baby. You know, free for my loins. That, uh, I do have to say, I just want to take a little side road. I have met Dustin before. I met him at an independent show wearing the polka dots right before he had that match with Orton to go back into WWE. So we're talking about 2014. And the man, he had a half hour to 45 minute conversation with me um, and couldn't have been nicer. And as soon as he saw me, he comes out and I said to myself, Oh, I don't know if he's going to like this polka dots. I don't know what he's going to think. And he, he literally was going over to the table to, you know, start taking pictures. So I know he literally came up to me first, gave me a huge handshake and gave me a huge hug and he appreciated it. And, and I had my friends with me and my wife and they were just in shock because, you know, this was the first time I really had like a experience with a, a wrestler and he couldn't be, he couldn't be nicer. And uh, he's had some career too. And uh, you know, so I, did, I don't want to forget him because he uh great dude, just, just a, great down to earth dude. I read his book. He had wrote a book. Um, and, uh, yeah. So another class act, all the roads, class acts, Dakota, Dustin, Cody, um, Dustin's, I'm sorry, Dusty's daughter, uh, Teal sometimes will like some of my tweets, my Dusty related tweets. My wife actually made me a polka dot birthday cake in April for my birthday. And I tagged her in it and she commented very nice or awesome. Oh my God. So, you know, look, man. I'm like an unofficial, I'm an unofficial. Uh, I was about to say, just go down to the chief of justice, change your last name tomorrow. What is it, 250? Just go ahead and change your last name tomorrow, man. Go ahead, just go down there. Man. Before the weekend, before the weekend. We already have it ready for Monday, man. So I remember telling my wife, I'm like, all right, your your cake has been Rhodes approved. They approve of your your cake, your polka dot uh, cake. So um, and I I told Dakota, I'm a originally a Brooklyn guy, New York guy, and I live in New Jersey now. And I told her, isn't it weird? You think Dusty was so Texas and so Florida that a guy like me from New Jersey is 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 the dusty like no one else anywhere has done this and he's touched so many people i said you think someone from florida or texas uh would be representing him but it's it's me <laughs> and you know what's crazy though since you talked about that obviously he was uh, a, fa a favorite of so many wrestlers you know there was a there's a very popular wrestler from florida um that says that Dusty was his favorite. Are you familiar who I'm talking about? That's a big list. You're going to have to it be. Is. I know. I know. This guy, he's immortal. He's also <laughs> sometimes goes to Hollywood. I mean, his favorite is, colors are red, yellow, black, and white. I mean. Is he the third man, though? Is yes, he the third he, man? Yes, he is, man. He Hogan and Hogan's book, he wrote about seeing Dusty, even though I think Dusty always was like, wait a minute, you're not that much younger than me. But anyway, <laughs> Hogan tried to make it seem like he was so young and he got to see Dusty. You know, right. Hogan tends to work a little bit when he says certain well, things. But <laughs> um, another thing that happens is 
a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers, um, Jacques Rougeau, who also was the Mountie, I saw him at a convention and I was all in the dusty, get up doing the dusty. And he, he talked to me and he, he told me that Dusty had given his first job in the business. Wow. Multiple people have told me that Dusty gave me my first shot. Dusty gave me my first shot to get it. And, you know, it's crazy. I mean, I've heard this from multiple people at conventions and, and you know, talking to, you know, the, the, the legends and things like that. You know, Dusty gave me my first shot. He, he had me, um, you know, doing the ring or driving the wrestlers or, you know, he gave me, you know, and, you know, if, if you want to talk about NXT, it seems like Dusty had a knack for finding, yeah. for finding the best in people. And that's been said by multiple people, Paige and Becky oh, Lynch. Yeah. And oh. He had an, he's, Dusty to me is almost like the, uh, like a scout for the New England Patriots. He can find those diamonds in the rough. He's got to, he just know, he, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about when you got a, a team that just picks a, you know, who is this? And next thing you know, they're on top. Who is Tom Brady? If I recall, I believe it was Seth and Bailey, or obviously multiple people. They called themselves Dusty's kids. Right, the Dusty's kids. Those are my, my stepchildren, you know, yeah. my NXT kids. And not only... So if you think of Dusty, of how many generations he's touched in wrestling and his final, you know, what he did finally. So he's touched 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. He's touched the whole wrestling world, his whole career. And he put a nice bow on it when he, you know, when he was doing NXT and, you know, all these, you know, he gets so much credit, which he deserves. And, um, you know, I think that's why his name is, is still big with everybody. I mean, he left a huge, huge mark in the business. And I just, I laughed when, I don't know if you remember the Raw after WrestleMania, Cody was saying that he told Dusty, oh, you know, that's the belt that Hulk Hogan helped. And the crowd booed Hulk Hogan. I don't think a crowd anywhere would ever boo Dusty. Oh, absolutely. And, that, and I've had Dusty chants at events that I've been to started because I was there and the crowd's chanting Dusty. It's not for me, obviously, but it's a reminder that he's there and they're cheering Dusty, they're chanting Dusty. All these years later, man. And I don't think anyone's getting that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm glad we went here. Because now it's time for my next segment. Now, this segment is called Book Yourself. Now, we're going to do a little differently today. Because normally when I interview pro wrestlers, I tell them to book themselves in, in a situation either in the past, present, or future where they will be best utilized. However, since we got Dusty right here, if you, could, if you were to book Dusty right now, it's something that he might have never got a chance to do. I'm putting the Booker hat on you, Dusty, because Dusty had the Booker hat and the Booker pencil anyway. So right now, I want you to book Dusty Rhodes somewhere in professional wrestling in 2022. Off the top of your head. Where would I book Dusty in 2022? 
Um, a, a manager, wrestler, uh, official, no, or anything. I'd have to see. Yeah, I'd have if I'm gonna book him. I'd, I'd want to see him wrestle. I want to see him out there. Um, if I could book him today, I would want Dusty to show. You know what, MJF? It's time that you have some Ooh. respect for this business. You just don't walk in here 25 years old thinking you could do and say whatever you want to do. You got to pay your dues, baby. And the best way to pay your dues is to come against the bull of woods, if you will. And I'm going to show you some hard times. You've had it too easy over there going right to the top, baby. So I'm going to show you some what it's like to pay your dues. Well, MJF, you better keep hiding because you think Cody Khan, you better keep hiding because Dusty is coming for that ass. <laughs> you want to talk about money, baby? What kind of, you're talking about you want to make all that money, baby? You got to earn that money, baby. I spent years, you know, sleeping in my car and eating, you know, eating pork and beans and sleeping in alleys. I just didn't wake up and become the American dream. You just can't wake up and say, I'm from Long Island. I can do and say and get whatever I want. No, it's time to pay your dues. And I believe it or not, I, I booked him because I think currently he's got my attention and one of the biggest stars in the industry now with the biggest potential now. And that is why I chose, that is why I chose to, to book him. That is a and pick. it would be the common man who's paid his dues, you know, who's paid so much dues versus, you know, someone who's definitely talented in every way. I can't tell, say he's not talented. He's got everything going for him. But I think he needs to be, like I said, pay his dues. I, I don't think he's paid enough dues. I think, you know, he's, he's, uh, that, that would, that would be it. Definitely. You just, man, you just popped me by saying that. I'm just sitting here thinking about the verbal jousting between <laughs> Dusty and MJF. Do you understand? Oh, my God. And, that after they, and they finally get to that match and Dusty hitting them with that bionic elbow. Oh, my God. I'm we about can to go only... create them on 2K22 <laughs> or something and had a match and then put it on fan. Yeah. I never thought That's... about that. That's amazing. Yeah, we, we got to hit the WWE key, uh, 2K22. Oh, right, the community, and put that on. That's some, amazing. Download some, down some, load some creator wrestlers and uh, oh my God. have a dream. Man, you just, okay, all right. You, you've been popping me all this whole episode, right, I can still, man. I can still, it's been a long time, but I can Ooh. still put that book I had on, and you know, I can still fill, a, fill an arena, you know what I'm saying? Fill an arena with people, you know, eating popcorn and Getting loud and right in, making people happy. You know what I'm saying? I got to ask you, man, as we go towards the end of the show, what's next for you, man? What do you got coming up? I mean, comic cons, uh, uh, wrestling conventions, just going to more shows. What you got coming up, man? I'm pretty much just going to anything. Um, actually, in the New Jersey area, Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, they're going to have... Um, it's like wrestling day. So they're going to have an event. They're going to have uh, some wrestlers there, Mick Foley, Sammy Guevara, who I think is very talented to take um, uh, Ty Conti, um, other people. So I'm going to, but 
If, as Dusty would, baby, I'm going to take my family. We're going to go on the rides. We're going to eat some ice cream and hot dogs and maybe, you know, watch a little wrestling. Um, so I will be there Saturday. And uh, I think uh, I'm still debating it, but I think I'm going to go back to the polka dots for uh, for Saturday. I think uh, it'll be easy to easy to spot me out in a crowd, uh, in a big crowd. Oh, but, uh, I, I just want to say, <clears throat> what you're saying, like, where you go, I, I really never, besides getting the, the table and doing the tribute to Dusty recently, I never had a plan. I never, I just went, that was, that's the beauty of it. I literally just went to the events. And unfortunately, my friends used to come with me, but they've had enough. They've had enough with the stopping for pictures and the promos. And they've had, my friends, have, my best friends have had enough. And they, I, they, they, they like, this is unenjoyable for us. Uh, and I said, well, you know, I said, well, listen, you, you know what happens when I, something always happens when I dress as Dusty, almost something always happens. So yeah, it, it really, like I said, no, nothing, just put it on, go have a good time and good things happen. And that's the beauty of it. I, I always tell people, you know, people, when the video came out, they're like Dusty Rhodes in person. And I was like, I, I little you know i'm just a fan you know i'm a family man i'm you know regular night you know nine to five blue collar guy that just you know puts it on and you know does the whole the whole sh you know shtick and like i said i did nothing special that night that cody handed me the microphone i just paid you know just paying homage to to dusty Fans, don't listen to him. He's actually got a residency in Vegas right now at the Bellagio. It's coming next week. You know what I'm saying? You can see him right next to MJ Live. You can see him seven days a week. You go to MJ Live, first in Stratosphere, then you go to Bellagio to see him, man. I reserved, I reserved a stratosphere for me and you. Okay, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> so with that being said, man, I've had a great time today. And when I finish I was... up, do not, do not leave. But it's time for our final segment of the evening. This segment is called Ring the Bell. What Ring the Bell is is really simple. I give you 60 seconds to talk about anything. You can talk about what you did today you can talk about your personal life you can talk about what you ate today and you can give some inspirational words whatever you want to do but it's on you dust you got 60 seconds can you ring the bell 60 seconds uh i just want to say get well soon to cody rhodes uh i know that you know you're going through a hard time right now and uh, everything's going to be all right. And uh, you're a fighter. And I just want to really, really thank you for the experience that you gave me and the opportunity you gave me. And, you know, to fulfill a fan's dream is really amazing. Uh, I don't even know what I said to you after that moment. Uh, my adrenaline was pumping and I, I literally almost blacked out. I can't even remember what I said. I know you gave me a big high five and, a, and I gave you a hug and I really, really appreciate the whole Rhodes family uh, being behind me. And uh, it, it really is amazing. And uh, it's very humbling. And um, I can't thank Cody enough for, for what he did and the opportunity he gave me. So if I could, you know, 60 seconds is, is not enough time to thank him, but uh, get well soon. And I really hope our paths 
cross again because uh, it was a f phenomenal fun time. That's awesome, man. Man, you, you, yeah, you definitely dusty, man. You went from having me cheering, you took me <laughs> down, you brought me up just like an emotional roller coaster, just like dusty, man. Oh, all right. But with that being said, I, you know what? Hold up. First of all, I'm, let me do my close out, but then I got one more thing to say to you. So hold on, hold on. Well, guys, first of all, thank you very much for listening to this amazing episode. I know you guys have fun watching this one and listening to this one just as much as I did, and I hope Dusty did. Dusty, could you throw out your uh, contact information if they do want to follow up with you, uh, check in or whatever? Yeah, you could follow me. Um, because my friends and family were annoyed at all the Dusty stuff, I created my own uh, Instagram TikTok, YouTube, it's called Hup Entertainment, H-U-P-P -P Entertainment. That was just a nickname I had to kid and I just came up with it. And, uh, you know, so I don't, um, you know, kill all my friends and family with all this dusty stuff 24 hours. I made an alternative uh, social media and that's what I called it. Uh, just follow me for more, you know, my past stuff is on there, pictures with from years ago and hopefully things in the future, uh, Hup Entertainment. Um, yeah, it's all there, and uh, I appreciate all the support. That's so dope, man. I, and that's good, because that way you can get some fans that respect the love that's going on. They don't run away like your friends did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My Tell friend. him, if they would have dressed up like Sapphire, they could have got some pictures, too. You know what I mean? No, they don't want to be sapphires. Well, the, the, the funny thing is, my friend said, what do you think? You're going to dress as Dusty and Cody's all of a sudden going to go down there and talk to you? <laughs> yes, baby. I have a dream. Oh, dude. Keep chasing that American dream. That's my message. You know, get a dream, hold on to it, and shoot for the sky. Well, guys, I want to thank you once again for watching this episode. Y'all know what to do. Share it, tweet it, comment it, five stars. From Deshaun Whip Dog Whipple and Dusty. Thank you very much. And you know what? I'm gonna put Thank him you. on the spot. I want him to close out with a Dusty promo. Hit me with a quick one to close out, man. This is the American Dream. I had an amazing time here at the mothership, baby. With the whip. And I just wanna say, I love you, baby, and God bless. Amen. Thank you very much. And we will Thank see you, you next time. time on the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast, a.k.a. The Whip Show. Thank you very much. See y'all next time. Love you, baby. Hold on one second.